Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 59. Home is where your tarp is. So we're proud to announce our new sponsor to Trust the Trail podcast, audible.com. We partnered with audible.com because they agreed to give you, our listeners, a 30-day free trial on over 180,000 audiobooks and titles. Our listeners get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail. Again, that's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, or Kindle. And all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail. So go get your free audiobook. On this episode, we discuss the differences between home and the trail and ask you what is your comfort zone limit? What is the one weight penalty or item you're unwilling to compromise that makes you feel at home? Yeah, absolutely. So we had a big move this week. <laughs> it was no, a quick literally, move. Literally, we moved. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very quick adjustment. It was a very quick adjustment. You know, they say one of the big, the top 10 stressors in your life, I think it's like one or two is moving. Besides money. Money or a new job. Yeah, that could be. But moving is right up there. And I mean, I can, I know why it is. It is stressful. <laughs> well, it's really funny. Especially when you're downsizing from downsizing. I know. I was about to say, <laughs> most people find it stressful because they have so much stuff and they have to hire movers and this, that, and the other. And it's financially, you know, draining, but it's also very, it's very time consuming and it's overwhelming. But yet we have like very little in our life. But yet physically. we still have to purge. But yet, <laughs> so. so we we still had to purge this mass amount. It's funny because, so this happened very, very quickly. It happened, um, it was very, very, quickly. very quickly. But we made this leap on this, this, this move opportunity that we had available to us because it really, truly for us, it's a sacrifice to live the lifestyle that we want for ourselves even more. And when you're at home and you're comfortable with everything, you don't really see it as, as clear as day until you decide to move. And you're like, how am I going to fit everything into that little space that I've well, and But I think, <laughs> I, it's, I think it's cool because like our goal is 180 square feet of Airstream. So it's like this so like we slow see progression the goal, But down to the get ladder. there, it's going to take a lot of purging. So... It, we've been on this journey of, and we did a podcast of uh, of a minimalistic life, and so we've been on this journey. And so, you know, you think that you're kind of in control about, okay, well, I'm going to do this and you purge this, but until you have to do it, and then you get smaller and smaller. And we thought we had purged pretty well until this week when we moved into even a smaller place <laughs> yeah. and we thought oh 
we still have a lot of stuff. I know. And, and we thought we were doing so good. It was so eye-opening. <laughs> it, was, it was like a slap in the face going, oh, you think you're minimalist? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me prove to you that you're not. <laughs> and so, I mean, I'm having so much fun with it. I'm actually shooting a video right now on the whole move process. I'm going to throw it up on our YouTube channel, The Backpacker TV. Uh, I think tomorrow... Um, so if you haven't subscribed, go and subscribe on that channel because it's a fun video. I mean, we're going to show you where we lived, where all of our backpacking stuff is now currently. Oh, my God. <laughs> all of They're our outdoor see this gear. Place that we are in. And then we're going to show you the new play, place and you guys are going to think we're crazy. But it's very cool. You're gonna think we're not minimalist. <laughs> no, well, well, I would, I would say we're doing, <laughs> we, we're doing so much better. I mean, I would say we're probably at, it's a, at it's about a it's a 500 journey. square feet. Yeah, I would say so. You know, so have a few hundred to. Except when bite I walk through, I, when I walk through IKEA and they have like the 375 square foot. We're doing terrible. Apartment, I think. Oh my god, that is so cool. But yeah, we're not. We're our. It's not. <laughs> Weird. Well, it's not, it doesn't even look like so, that at all. So it's really funny because I've been working, um, you know, extremely long hours, um, you know, in preparation for this Memorial Day holiday. And, you know, Scott has really taken on the lead in kind of unpacking and getting us prepared. And it was it was very interesting because because I'm not personally, you know, hands on a part of this process it was very interesting to see I, I there was a time when i got when the whole thing was happening i got very overwhelmed very very quickly and i was like this doesn't feel like home this doesn't i don't know if we made the right move like this is i'm just like i i, I literally had like full breaks going in my mind i was like no halt done like i don't know if this was the right thing to do and i come home after a very long day of work and the very first thing I see is, you guys think that Scott's not a, a sucker and he's not like like really like very thoughtful and all these things. And it was like really cool because the very first thing when I walked in the door, I saw the bed had been made with my favorite blanket and everything was like all done up. And there was a lamp next to the nightstand. And it was the first time that I had walked into this new place making it felt like home I was like you know what I, this does not feel like home the building itself does not feel like home but the fact that the bed was there it kind of like was a, with the two dogs laying on it probably yeah yeah, yeah it kind of had what a would lot be to a nicely fresh clean bed with clean sheets clean comforter <laughs> everything completely clean with two dogs shedding the hair all over your bed of course and it just that's like, what made it feel like it, home. it was this very overwhelming empowering sense of like okay now i can see us living here i can feel it and that kind of inspired this whole tumbleweed of thoughts like what is home what is home? Because we try to live our life to the trail and get away from home and escape from home. And so we're, it really inspired this whole conversation. Last minute, we had different podcasts planned. The last minute, we ditched it and, and inspired this whole podcast, like well, trail versus the home. And that makes so much sense because, you know, you've done, you spent a lot of time, um, you know, last year, you spent three months on the trail. You know, we, we were long distance backpackers. So at some point in time, our, our, now we sleep on our tarp, but 
and you slept on you slept under a tent last year, but at some point in time, your tent kind of becomes your home in a way. It does, and you know, and you start setting things up together. the same way. Like, okay, I want this over here. I'm gonna sleep this way. You know, and we 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 set our gear the same way. Your routine becomes very similar, right? And it gives you that comfort feeling of, you know, okay, this is my home for the night. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, we kind of wanted to expose the differences between home and the trail, and when you think about home versus trail, one gives you this this. Now, I I shouldn't say gives me this thought but from a general perspective you have this one where it's like you have four walls you have protection you have you have air conditioning or heat when you need it you have you know can get away from the elements the whatever it is you have this like idea of comfort and then you have the trail and you have this idea of adventure but this this element of the unknown and factors completely out of your control so one you're in control of, and the other you're completely well. Un- you think you're in control. Well, true. <laughs> We've had this conversation right. so, so often. And, but it, it's funny the parallels because you know um, both of us have um, in our journeys in our life uh, have lived in some pretty big places. You know, I, you know, my journey is coming down from almost a four thousand square foot home. So. The funny thing about that is that when you break that down, what do you have? You have four walls, a roof. You know, you expect your your house not to leak water when it rains, and and you have the amenities that the house gives you. Comfort. Comfort. And in the same aspect, like what do you expect out of your tent when you're camping? Well, you expect it not to leak when it rains. True. You know, and you ex- that would be ideal. And you, <laughs> and you expect some sort of you know, like comfort in the fact that, okay, you know, like, you know, this is where I'm going to lay my head for the night. And when it comes, and I think that was one of the motivating factors of us to really go minimalistic because, or, or more minimal because it, we didn't really see the advantage of having so much stuff. And we definitely don't see the advantage of when we see people backpacking with With, a lot of stuff. Right. Because I mean, if, if you were to actually have a conversation with somebody who started packing and they packed for every what if or for every possibility or they thought, oh, I'm going to need this, I'm going to need this, I'm going to need this. And they hadn't really thought about multi-using their gear into the sense that they could do without, you know, a whole quarter of what they had packed. But then you if you were to ask them whether it's a one overnight trip, whether it's a two overnight trip you know two night trip whether it's you're backpacking a long distance trail the the answer is always the same regardless of who you ask i could have done without this this and this you ask them what did you not use why well, didn't use this 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 or i packed too much of this there's always 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 a definitive I didn't need to bring this or I thought I was going to use this but I didn't and for whatever case and and even as experienced as I am as a backpacker when I did you know 300 miles on the Appalachian Trail I still overpacked and it was very minimal what I overpacked but 
yet I overpacked. By day three, I was like, oh, so silly. You were just, I don't know where you thought you were going to use this. And I hadn't used these things in three days. Right. Yeah. No, so it's, it's like, it, it is like that. I mean, it's like, it, it's, it really is like that, you know, like we, <laughs> we, we and we see it all the time. I, I think the, and you know, I just correlate this with, you know, my living or my past living situation where I really thought I needed to have a particular item in my house or I needed to have this additional, um, you know, TV, or I need or you have additional... To fill, or you have to fill the rooms yeah. that are unfilled with the well, stuff you know to what? make it feel like you're welcoming your guests, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's so, like, I'm going to tell you guys a funny story. So, like, I, you know, I wanted an egg chair. Are you serious? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wanted an egg chair so bad from the 70s, right? <laughs> so, I had an opportunity to get the... This, this is going back a few years. I had this opportunity to get this egg chair because I wanted. I'm like, that would be so cool to sit in the egg chair, and it had like little speakers in it where you can listen to music. Oh my so I got God. the egg chair. I had it for three years. Sat in it one time. You had to have that. I egg. had to have the egg chair, and I think that sometime it's like we get caught up in well, like with especially with the new gear and you know there's there's always new gear coming out you're like oh my god that's so cool i have to do this or you go to where you think you found the the best type of gear that nobody else knows about and like oh my god this is gonna revolutionize i can't wait i'm gonna get and then you end up not ever using it it's got to be like so now we know our our lifestyle is practical use well like, it's, are we going to use this item that we're bringing into our house is it useful and does it have a purpose well everybody knows if you have space you will fill the space this is like the old time saying of you know if you have available space you will fill it so if you have if you move into a bigger home you will feel that emptiness and you will fill it with more things and there's nothing need. wrong with living in a but bigger it's very home. similar sure. it's very similar to backpacking you know you get a bigger leader size backpack you're going to see available absolutely space to fill absolutely. it so i can't tell how many times i've downsized the leader bag that i have so that i can like stop putting shit in it less really is more True. I mean, less really is more when you really get down to it. So, I mean, and you know, we we, you know, we sleep under a tarp. We don't even sleep under a tent. So, for us, you know, being kind of connected to nature and 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 our home is literally sleeping on the ground. And um, I don't know. It's kind of like, yeah, is it uncomfortable sometimes? Sometimes it is. Was it uncomfortable at first? Absolutely. Well, I can it tell was. you it's gotten a little bit more uncomfortable since we downsized the size of the tarp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went from an 8 by 10. We went from 10 by 12. I mean, sorry, 10. 10 by 12 to an 8 by 10 and just that small amount, uh, you know, of, of, of difference. It has, has definitely made a very comfortable environment to a potentially uncomfortable at times. And, you know, you talk about home versus um, the trail, and we've taken those four walls from a home environment where there is so much comfort, there's so many amenities, there's so much 
accessibility and availability to you and then you take it out on the trail and in most cases you still have some protection of of the four walls now a tent at the end of the day there's nothing that's going to stop anything from getting in that no but it's the the concept of having even these most the flimsiest of flimsy you know walls it, it still kind of mentally protects you. You feel well. I think it's protected. all psycho. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so psychological. very psychological. You know, you feel like okay, I've got four walls around me. I'm protected. But let's face it: when you're out in the wilderness and you're backpacking a tent, it's not like you have a sling. You know, a video. <laughs> you know, where you can see who's knocking on your door. By, the, you can, by the record, we don't have sling. <laughs> so you know, you're like, oh wow, there's a bear out like there. That, should we though. open up the door? Should we? Should we should open we up let the him door? In? Should we, we invite yeah. him in? So it's not like, you know, you have that, but it's that psychological <laughs> mental boost that, okay, I can't see what's out there. Therefore, they can't see what's in the tent. Out of sight, out of mind. Unfortunately. It doesn't work that way. Most animals sniff their way through life. <laughs> and so, you know, as we we are humans, we want to see everything. Animals are like, yeah, I could care less. I, I don't really need to see anything. I just, I'll, if, if, if smell it smells good, something, I'm good. going in. <laughs> right? So, so, you know, it's, you know, and, and I don't know. It's just that, that sense of, um, you know, it's just that, that sense of security that you feel. And I, I don't know. I, I mean, it, what, what is your comfort item? I mean, like, what is that one thing that, that, I, I know what you're going to say, like, but what is that one thing when you go backpacking and when you when you did the AT last year and you're out there for months, what was that one comfort item that made your experience when you crawled in your tent every night and when you woke up every my morning? My comfort limit. What was that? Well, what, what was your comfort limit? So... This actually, I know what it is because we discussed this before the podcast, but when this this idea was forming, but it took me a moment, like it, it took me a, a solid few seconds to kind of think about what is that one thing that I take out there? And I know this sounds, this sounds just strange, but it's my coffee mug. And I, and I know that sounds like such a cop out, like, oh, well, you're going to bring it anyway. You need something to drink out of. But it, for me, it's, it's my coffee mug. If, if I don't have coffee in the morning, my, my day doesn't start right. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. It's, it's, let's face it. I need the caffeine. If, if I go without caffeine, I turn into the Hulk. I'm pretty sure I turned into well, the Well, you know, the funny thing about that is that I live with you not only in our home, <laughs> but under the tarp. And most of the time... Do I, do I turn into the Hulk? You Well, no, you don't turn into the Hulk. But in the morning time, like, you are, like, bright-eyed. I mean, when you get up, I can smell coffee in the morning. Yeah, it's the very first thing so that I do. So the very first thing Ariane does at home and under the tarp... She will get up and she will make coffee. I okay, mean, I it's actually this bad. So I don't even let my dogs out to pee after they've been waiting anxiously all night to go to the bathroom. I'm like, 
hold on. I'm going to take care hold of that, me. Hold that thought. <laughs> I'm going to start the coffee pot. <laughs> and coffee is going to be brewing you before are like, I let you but out. You, that is the one thing in common that no matter whether you're on the trail um, or at home is that you you get up and make you make coffee in the morning, which is Very beautiful. Routine. because. But it's also the routine, the rhythm of like that hot coffee it makes Something you feel about, com- it makes you feel good it makes me feel like home so i can't so i actually enjoy my days off so much and it's not because i have a day off it has nothing to do with having a day off because i'm still thinking about work but it has to do with i can sit on the couch and ever so just like routinely drink cup after cup after cup of coffee until I'm so jittery that I'm freaking out and I'm r- running laps around the, the house but the it's it's this it's the, it's the feeling of pour it in the coffee watch it fill up hold it sip it it's just like there's something about it that makes me feel at home and for me so when you're on the trail um if I don't have coffee, it's going to be a bad day on the trail. Okay, so that's one <laughs> of the things that we talk about when we tell everybody to work backwards when it comes to your gear and your lifestyle, is that what's your lifestyle? And so so for you, you that is that is the gear option. That's going to be your weight penalty, if there is a weight penalty. I don't that know that there's much prob- of a weight penalty well, But you'll that, probably but- carry more coffee than other backpackers would absolutely so for somebody that's looking that is like all about lightweight and, and well like i that, do you carry... would say well here here i'm bringing like eight packs of folgers well tea bags i, I and carry someone would a say, mug like, i don't drink coffee and somebody's like well, why not just use your pot as a coffee mug absolutely not you can't use a pot as your coffee mug you have to have a coffee mug so that is it a lifestyle be, gig for you it has to be a cup see see and that's what we talk about all the time that's 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 super important for people that are looking at gear and looking at you know their their lifestyle and you know uh, and and trying to adapt to the trail is that the trail you'll you'll adapt to the trail Absolutely, there's no doubt about that. But there's certain things that just make you feel good. What's yours? Um. <laughs> well, I would never ever. Well, okay. I in never the morning, say never in the morning time, right? Uh-huh. What What do I want more than anything after I have my coffee? I want a breakfast. I'm a huge breakfast person. Yeah, it kind now, of Ariane. She, she needs a hot dog for breakfast, okay? <laughs> she, pizza, hot yeah, dog. Yeah, she a pizza, hot dog. Whatever dinner food you can offer me, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, She, to me, like, no, 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 no. Which is funny because It bothers the, me when she, like, microwaves a hot dog for breakfast. I, I'm like, how can you do I that? do that, and he rolls his eyes at me. But, like, even on the trail, I, I eat need, my dinner for breakfast sometimes because no, I, I need, like it. I need bacon. <laughs> I need scrambled eggs. eggs. And cause I'm like, and I don't like eggs. So for me, for me, breakfast in the morning time, I am unwilling to compromise. It's actually very true because I, I and so my my <laughs> my item. So no matter whether I'm at home or whether I'm on the trail, my my piece of gear is the MSR Flex Skillet. 
I know I've sorry said I so <laughs> apologize for saying that a thousand times um, on this podcast. MSR, please make him. <laughs> I know your I can't believe MSR is not sponsoring this <laughs> I podcast. Know. Seriously, but but I would say my MSR flex skill because I can multi use the gear. I can cook bake. I can make bagels. Put a little cream cheese on there. Bacon for me. Having a cup of coffee and having like some scrambled eggs or bacon, I know that's my weight penalty. I get it. But that makes me feel really super happy on the trail. It also makes me feel really super happy at home. And when I've had enough coffee and I'm literally running laps in the woods, I'm like, why are you still cooking? Let's get on the trail. Let's get on the trail. Let's get on the trail. I know. I'm like, no. <laughs> No. You know, but it's funny because to me, every time you pack that, it's this uh, atrocity that I'm like, gosh, it's so big and so it doesn't pack. It doesn't pack well and it doesn't. But to you, it's it. It isn't big. It it isn't it isn't a hindrance the way you pack because you make it work because it's that important to you. Right. And that's what we're talking about. That one comfort item, that one thing that makes you feel at home, makes you feel comfortable, gives you that security, gives you this, you know, and I have this weird, weird, weird thing. And I've had it ever since I was a child. I have to have my shoulder covered to fall asleep. It's the weirdest thing. Even in, I could I could literally be going through heat stroke in the moment. And I'm like, nope, gotta pull the blankets up over my shoulder and, you know, suffocate under these things because I have to have my shoulder covered. So I don't know where it comes from, but it, it's like this warmth thing. If I feel a breeze. And so I'm always trying to pack my down jacket because it's that same sense of covering my And you body. wear your down jacket here out in Atlanta. I Urban style. I, I wear it all yep. the time. I even wear it in winter. Like, I'm sorry, in summer. And, you know, Scott's always like, Pull that out of your pack. You're not going to need I'm like, it's the mountains. I might need it. And he's like, Ariane, it's not dropping below 80 degrees. <laughs> Go pull that, that down jacket. And it's this weird thing about my shoulders have to be covered. It's the weirdest thing. So that and so that's the other thing. So like I, I'm a huge ball cap where I wear ball caps all the time. And so, and I think that c- comes all the way back from when you know, I threw hike to AT in 2003. It's like one of the things I did, I mean, meticulously was at night, I would take my ball cap off, I would lay next to my bed or my sleeping bag, right? And I would put my keys, my wallet, everything in there so I knew where it was, like it was right next to me. And that's what made me safe and secure. And so, you know, it's like that same thing. There's like little little things that make you feel at home on the trail and that's really what we wanted this podcast to be all about is that you know everyone has their little you know like little things that they just can't do without and that's okay that you want to call it a weight penalty fine but and that's, that's good if it makes you feel happy on the trail, if it makes you feel good and like, you know what? Yeah, that's really cool. We were talking about uh, before the podcast, before we started talking about it, like 
you know, like I, I used to love listening to music. Sometimes I'll, I'll look through all the photographs I took that day on my iPhone. You know, anything that just kind of makes you feel, that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just that, that it, you're, 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 you're supposed to be out there to feel good. Not to feel uncomfortable. Well, it's but funny it's the because uncomfortable that is going to make you a stronger person. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, we kind of talked when we were talking about this. We were like, well, I go out into the outdoors to experience the outdoors. And I go out there. But at the end of the day, because these lives that we live where we're paying to, you know, pay rent, pay for affordable life in the meantime it it, you know backpacking becomes ultimately it becomes a secondary situation in most cases in most people lives becomes this secondary nature and so home is really where you gain all of that security that comfort that you make it your own you go out into nature for the exploratory the, the, the nature whatever it brings to you um the outdoors the 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 solitude, the the peacefulness, the the balance that you need to counteract your typical life. But at the same time, there's something in the back of your mind that connects it to home. And there's this like weird psychological shift that that always plays this role in the back of your mind that well I could be at home when it's pouring rain right. and you're soaking wet and you're right. cold and you're freezing and you can't feel your fingers and your you know your lips are blue and whatever the case is there's there's something that as much as you love what you're doing as much as you wouldn't choose to be anywhere else your psyche kicks in and says whoa 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 I could be at home rather than experiencing this and that is the ultimate debbie downer it's the ultimate you know twist of fate that pulls people off trails and that kind of just inspired this this whole conversation of where we're at home versus the trail yeah and that's a huge huge uh huge passion that I have about the whole psychological gig about hiking the trail. Uh, before I say anything about that, I want to give a shout out to blueberry.com who's hosting this podcast. They're great, great uh, people over there. Um, they are they are great. If, if you want to host your own podcast, if you're thinking about podcasting, I say go for it. And just by listening to this podcast, they're going to give you one free month of podcasting. That's www.blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Step out of your comfort zone and go for it. Get out there and podcast. Absolutely. Those guys are great. Just type Trusted Trail in the promo code or go to the Trusted Trail page on the backpacker.tv and click on the banner and get one free month. But... I can tell you for sure that, and we've done this podcast before, that your best piece of gear is your mental attitude. Absolutely. That is your best piece of gear. and Four walls, no walls. Uh, yeah, really. 
it, it, you know, it really boils down to your psyche to pack what you want, take what you want, leave what you want behind. But at the end of the day, if you don't have your mental attitude to back up your actions, it makes no difference what's in your pack. Absolutely. Yeah. I've had bad mornings with a coffee in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you that for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This this morning may have been one of them. (laughs) No, I think I think it's a bad morning. Here's here's what here's a bad morning. When you're when you've gone to the effort to boil the water or your 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 oil's hot, you're ready to pour your cup of coffee and your dog knocks your pot over and all of your water tips over. And you just see your coffee moment. We really should <laughs> dissipate. Do, we really should do a podcast entirely on blunders. We've done trail blunders, but never blunders. Dog blunders on, on cooking or dog blunders, because oh I can God. assure you, my blunders in cooking alone have outweighed any trail blunders I've had. Well, I don't know. The dog this blunders in cooking might be good because. Caldonia, <laughs> your dog used to ruin almost everybody's meal when they were trying to cook. Yeah, not we anymore were, though. She's, <laughs> been, she's done so much better. But. You know, since you came into the family, <laughs> I'm yeah. not very good at dog training. I'm very good with dogs. Oh my god! Terrible Caldonia at training like, them. What are you having for dinner? What are you having for dinner? What are you having for dinner? Ooh, what's in that pot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think no matter what, you're. Here's the thing. If you're if your trip, if your backpacking experience or your camping trip, if your happiness is based on circumstances, you're probably living on a false sense of security because That's a good point. Mother Nature doesn't care about your camping trip or your 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 trail experience. You've got to you you know to be to be grateful, to be you know like joyful. That's a matter of choice. And no matter what happens out on, uh, no matter what Mother Nature does, you can be so grateful for being on the trail. And I think that's kind of like the art of, of, of combining stuff that makes you happy, put in your pack. Um, I'm, you know, obviously, you know, we do, we, you know, Ariane and I are very, very lightweight backpackers, but there are things that we will not compromise um at all so we can feel good out on the trail uses coffee mine's the msr flex skillet that i can cook in so (laughs) bulky so your your food bag (laughs) might be a little bit heavier because you got all the coffee in it my food bag might be a little bit heavier because i've got you know powdered eggs or i might have some bacon in there but those are the things that make us feel good on the trail and of course we all weigh those things because that's who we are you know we're oh we're backpacking yeah 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 we're gonna weigh it (laughs) We're going to weigh it, but. And we do compare food bags. I always win. I always win. Yeah, she I'm does. always underweight, even she with my underweight. weight penalty. Absolutely. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We really, really super appreciate it. Always. Um, we, we have a couple of shout outs. Uh, first of all, we love getting email. Bring it on, you guys. We More the merrier. We love getting emails. We want to definitely give a shout-out to uh, Adrian Morell. He wrote us a great email about our last podcast when we talked about ticks and Promethean. Um, he he kind of thought that um, we, we kind of went overboard on the safety of Promethean. Um, 
and we really super appreciate that. Definitely was a great email, so thank you. Uh, he wrote, your concern for the, pet, for the pet safety was a little overblown, in my opinion, with the exception, but I understand that it honestly is dangerous for cats while it's, while they're wet, or while it's, while wet, it's wet after, being, after applied. being applied. You know, I think where that came from, as far as, uh, my my gig was when I when I worked in the uh, outdoor program for REI, we had a whole class on that, and it was really super stressed about don't spray your clothes or don't screw with that stuff indoors with your pets. So I think that's where that came from. Um, we love getting email when people know a little bit more about that particular you know subject, whatever topic we talk about email us i mean we love that you know we 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 don't definitely thank you i really appreciate that email it was a very well written email very very uh, appreciate it very so much. thanks for being a wonderful listener and yeah keep absolutely on listening. and and by the way if you want to give us a review on itunes and help spread the podcast we would really appreciate it I know it's a little bit of a hassle logging into iTunes on the desktop and giving a review, but we would really super appreciate the review. Um, and thank you for all the people that have done that before. Um, yeah, so I'm doing a video on our move, on the minimalistic life. I'm gonna throw, throw that up on our YouTube channel, on the Backpacker TV. And in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. Absolutely, we'll see you guys out on the trail. Remember, trust the trail. Bye. Bye.